morning. It is Monday the 15th of February. I am Ben O'Leary here for Marcus today to have a look at the week ahead with you all as we, of course, hit the very busy part of the year that is results season. Now, the vibe is a little bit flat down here in Victoria at the moment, but with just two new cases again yesterday, following the two the day before, it looks as though the five-day lockdown might just turn out to actually be a five-day lockdown, unlike some of the ones we've seen in the past. So we're hopeful that will be things back to normal by Thursday. Now, overnight, Trump was acquitted for the second time in the Senate impeachment trial. Not exactly a market issue, but it is interesting nonetheless. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell publicly blamed Trump for inciting the Capitol riots both before and after the hearing, but interestingly voted to acquit during interesting stuff and they really do do things differently over in the US. Anyway, looking locally, we are up 59 points or 0.86% to start the week following those record highs in the US on Friday night. All sectors outside of utilities are up with energy, resources and tech the best performers early. On a stock level, Nearmap is up 13% after reporting a better than expected first half net loss of $9.4 million and rebutting the JCAP short report, while Zip two is up another nine percent on no notable news as it keeps on flying but the focus this morning and this week is well and truly on results with a host of big names set to report this morning we've had a few interesting results reactions and it seems the positive mood in the market is making it a pretty good time to report for pandemic victims and beneficiaries alike I've got a little list in the strategy section today with those pandemic victims that are reporting and the beneficiaries with a little note of what they have. It looks a little something like this. Pandemic victims include Bendigo and Adelaide, which is up 8.8% as statutory profit rose 67.3%, despite a 7 basis point fall in net interest margin and a 24% fall in interim dividend. Horizon is up 4.2% after increasing their dividend to 14.4 cents, despite reporting a drop of 22% in net profit. Altium is down just half a percent on their first drop in revenue in eight years, if you'd believe that, and a miss on consensus forecasts. And Beach Energy is down 1.7% after their first half profit halved, as they've realized oil price fell 40%. Now, in terms of pandemic beneficiaries today, we just have the one in JB Hi-Fi, which is up 2.9% with their results confirming the unaudited sales, gross profit and net profit numbers that they announced on January 18th. They are distributing 65% of their 317.7 million first half profit to shareholders with a $0.180 or $1.80 fully franked dividend, which is about 80% up from last year's number. And with so much going on, it can be hard to keep track of all of these results. So we've made it easy for you and you can keep track of all of the results, how they've gone, a couple of charts, some summaries of broker research and the dividends coming up along with everything else you could need to know about the results in our results reaction, which you can find on our website. And I've got a link in the strategy today if you're having any trouble locating that. Now into the rest of the week, and it is an enormous week of results as I've mentioned. Too many to mention individually, but you can find the full list on the website in the strategy piece. Among the main ones for the rest of the week are Ansel, BHP, Breville and Brambles tomorrow, as well as a first quarter update from NAB. Bapcor, Car Sales, Charter Hall, Coles, Corporate Travel, Domino's, NetWealth, Rio, Super Retail Group, Tab, Treasury Wines, Webjet and Whitehaven Coal on Wednesday. CSL, Crown, Fortescue Metals, 
Origin, Oz Minerals, Perpetual, South32, Sonic Healthcare, Santos, Wes Farmers, and Woodside Petroleum on Thursday. And finally, Cochlear, CleanAway, Goodman Group, ING, and Platinum, as well as some traffic data from Sydney Airport on Friday. And as mentioned before, you can find that full list of all of the results and other corporate events this week on our website in the strategy section or under calendars. And now turning our attention to the ex-dividend calendar and with results season in full swing, the dividends are following. Today we have Suncorp and their 3.5% gross yield dividend going X alongside QVE and their 1.7% gross yield dividend. We will have a big day tomorrow with Commonwealth Bank and their 2.5% gross yield, Computer Share with their 2.3% gross yield, Magellan Financial with a 2.6% gross yield, and the first of the juicy dividends that will no doubt come from the iron ore names in Mineral Resources, which is declaring a $1 fully franked 3.9% gross yield dividend. Alongside those, we also have IAG and Janice Henderson, who are paying unfranked dividends of 1.3% and 1.2% respectively. Nothing significant on Wednesday, while Thursday we have James Hardy and their 1.7% gross yield, Newcrest Mining with their 1.1% gross yield, and, and Small Cap Corvist with a 4.4% gross yield. Then rounding out the week, is Argo Investments with a 2.2% gross yield and GUD Holdings with a 2.8% gross yield. And you can find that full list alongside all of the ex-dividend dates that we know of over the next couple of months in the strategy section today or under the calendars section as normal. Through results season, that ex-dividend calendar does get updated each day as new results are released and ex-dividend dates are announced. So make sure you keep an eye on it to stay updated. Now, finally, on the economic front, it is a quiet start locally. The release of the RBA meeting minutes kick things off tomorrow alongside the HIA new home sales. We then have an RBA speech from Christopher Kent on Wednesday and unemployment numbers on Thursday before we round out the week with retail sales, wage price index, Westpac leading index, and flash marketing, manufacturing, and services PMIs. The President's Day public holiday sees U.S. markets shut on Monday. On Tuesday, they have the New York Empire State Manufacturing Index, foreign bond investment, and overall net capital flows. A big day on Wednesday sees the release of the FOMC meeting minutes, as well as PPI, retail sales, industrial production, capacity utilization, manufacturing production, NAHB housing market index and business inventories, and then things quiet down again on Friday with just existing home sales and the flash market composite PMI. Japan has a relatively quiet week with their preliminary GDP growth rate and industrial production out today, tertiary industry index tomorrow, balance of trade and machinery orders on Wednesday, and then their inflation numbers and flash manufacturing PMI on Friday. Chinese New Year celebrations see China shut down for the week, while over in Europe we will see balance of trade and industrial production out tonight. Tomorrow they have preliminary employment change, economic sentiment and their estimated GDP growth rate. Wednesday we'll see the ECB non-monetary policy meeting and construction output, followed by flash consumer confidence on Thursday and current account as well as the flash market manufacturing and services PMIs to round out the week on Friday. Meanwhile, the UK has a quiet start to the week with no releases today or tomorrow. 
Wednesday sees the release of the retail price index, core PPI, output and inflation rate. And then Friday, they have JFK consumer confidence, CBI industrial trend orders and flash market manufacturing and services PMIs. And finally, on the Marcus Today media front this week, we'll have Marcus and Henry sharing the duties on ABC Radio 774 each morning with Virginia Trioli as usual. Tom will be doing a buy, hold and sell, which are always some of our most popular content. Marcus will be back with his daily strategy piece and podcast Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. And we will have our weekly sectors on Friday. Chris will be in his usual slot on Osby's on Friday morning, while Henry is also sure to make an appearance or two, and I believe he is back for another Ask an Analyst on Friday. And with results season in full swing, make sure you keep an eye out on our brand new Stockwatch videos. There's sure to be one or two of them released by the team this week. So that's about it from me. Have a great week. I'll catch you next Monday. (laughs) 